human nature um, or so. Western society nature that that just you get that fear mm -hmm. of losing everything. So you're willing to sacrifice happiness and and that dream almost because you feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's always been, um, you know, even through evolution, this risk reward equation running through our mind of, you know, is this really worth it? I, I already have a little bit. I, I think, you know, to your point, Western society has probably uh, magnified that because, you know, stuff, we want stuff, stuff, stuff. Um, but it, it's not once we're willing to let go of what currently is, then we're kind of opening ourselves up to what can be. And without that, not much movement you know, happens. I ask my clients a lot, what are you willing to lose to get where you want to go? You know, truly stop. What, what is it that you're okay letting go to the wayside because you know it is weight that's been holding you down. Mm. And um, it, it almost reminds me of that, um, God, this is, I'm gonna sound like such a nerd, uh, that that Batman um, movie, it, it's the not the Dark Knight, the third one, the Christopher Nolan third one, Christian Bale's like trying to get out of this prison that is this hole in the ground. Yeah. And the way to do it is you have to leap to this uh, log that, no one can get to. And it's because they have this harness around their way. So if they fall, you know, they won't die. But the realization is you have to take that harness off if you want to even make the leap, if you want to actually grab it. So, you know, yeah, you're, you're staring death right in the face, but it's the only way you're going to get to that log and get out of the jail. And for me, I, I think that happens to so many of us that we want to keep that harness on, but we also want to, you know, to reach that log to get out of there so we want it both. And the people that don't really pause and say, what do I want most in life? They just kind of keep that harness on going, well, this is fine. And, and for some people, yeah, it's great. But there's also a group of people sitting there going, man, if only I had the guts to take this harness off and try that jump, I could probably get out of this jail and go do something pretty cool. I mean, they're not going to be Bruce Wayne and have all the fun gadgets that Batman does, but they could probably go do something cool. So, right. Anyway, right. I always think about that scene. And, you know, you're so right on this one, too, because oftentimes the thing that's the thing that you need to make that you need to get rid of to make room is that particular thing that might be holding you down is that harness and especially true in, in like um, addicts and alcoholics. Oftentimes, that one particular thing, that security blanket, is you don't even need to make room for anything else. You just need to get rid of that thing. And yeah. all of a sudden, boom, you're moving forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's. Well, the thoughts come into our head of how, how would I ever survive without this thing? Right. Well, guess what? We're pretty resilient, adaptable beings. And it sometimes requires just having that band aid pulled off to realize, oh, I, I can't survive without this security blanket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning that with bread and carbs. Ah, how, yes. How that's right. Gonna, yeah. How the hell am I going to do this diet? <clears throat> yeah, that is going to be tough. Oh, well, you know, the first couple of weeks were interesting. And then I had the blowout after Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving was one last time for pumpkin pie and mom's homemade rolls and all that. Right. Oh, oh. And then, then I detoxed off of the the carbs and everything and it was it was rough 
It was rough, but I'm telling you know, it's giving me motivation now. Nice. Now that I'm realizing that I can do this, it, it's tough. I mean, I, I have to avoid a lot of stuff. I have to read a lot of labels, but my body is starting. I'm feeling the shift. I'm feeling the okay. shift from burning glucose into burning fats. And it, I feel good. Like my memory nice. is getting better again. Um, I'm eating a lot more fish and nuts and seeds and um, healthy fats, avocado. And the memory and the cognition is is starting to gradually come back here. Um, nice. Energy levels are getting a little bit better. Um, the clarity is starting to come back a little bit more. And if everything works, if, if I can keep this up, I can get off of at least most of the meds and get uh, down to monotherapy maybe, or you uh, get off of all of them is the ultimate goal. So yeah. if I can, and this is what I, I keep in the back of my mind. If you can do it with one part of your life, you take that same you take those the the same method of step taking and planning and you apply it to other parts of your life and you can make changes and it's kind of like what we were talking about during this conversation is is making the small changes that add up to the big goal at the end and yeah and, and like there's a, a theory out there in psychology you know the behavioral activation basically if you perform certain behaviors certain emotions will activate within you and you know, I, I think it makes sense you you, you do everything on your to-do list you feel good about yourself you have more confidence you know you you begin sharing that confidence in other areas of your life or taking it with you to others others areas so yeah those those minor behavior or those minor results or actions you take will change you uh, internally and change your thinking, change how you're feeling, ultimately change your results. It's it's all tied together. And, and I think we've talked about how most people wait for that motivation to strike. I'm, I'm waiting for you know inspiration to hit me. Well, research has shown now that momentum needs to happen before motivation comes. So you need to exert yourself, getting that boulder rolling and then you're going to feel really motivated to keep pushing that boulder. But, you know, if you're waiting for that motivation to come, it might not ever come. More than likely, it won't ever come. So you need to just take that leap of faith. Hey, I'm going to start pushing this thing knowing once it starts rolling, I'm going to feel better about myself. I'm going to feel motivated to keep pushing it. And, and I just I hate seeing so many people sitting on the sidelines waiting for that moment of inspiration or motivation it's like you got to make it happen you just got to do it yeah yeah you got to take a few steps forward and yeah, yeah I've, i'm i run into that with some um some friends and and acquaintances and i wish i yeah how do you tell them you know how do you tell them without making them feel worse that's the hard part it's, you know it's i love you man but do you realize, can you read back on your own texts, please, and realize the negativity that you're projecting out toward everyone else and that you're bringing back to yourself? Yeah. You're, it's like your story about the mechanic. You're, your opening lines are sabotaging your efforts at happiness. Yeah, and 
you know, it was actually someone in the epilepsy community. Um, she's on the board for EFCO, Lisa Marie Maxson. We're, we're good friends. She runs her own business, like highly successful. And I mean, this was probably four or five years ago, we were grabbing coffee and I was telling her I wanted to have my own company as a coach and a speaker and all this. And, you know, she just absolutely got to do it and all this. And then I kind of started listing all the reasons why it wasn't a good time. And, and I remember her just kind of sitting back and she didn't challenge me, you know, she wasn't going to say, Mark, you're wrong. You know, uh, all that, uh, you know, all she really said was, I just really hope you don't wait too long. I, I just really hope you can find in, in yourself that assurance that this is going to work because you need to do this. And, and so is that, that recognition that I, there's nothing I can say that's going to make you today, Mark, say I should do this. It's just, I want you to know, as your friend, I, I hope you don't take too long. Cause I'm, I'm certain you're going to love it on the other side. And she's right. But it, it wasn't this, you know, hard nosed. What, what the hell are you talking about, Mark? It's not that scary. I've opened, you know, I've, I've run several businesses now. I know what I'm doing type thing. It was just a, I hope you find it in you to move forward soon and not waste too much time. And, and I just loved that approach. And obviously I've, you know, kept it with me for years now, but that whole idea that you can't convince somebody to see something that they don't see. It's just, you can stay connected to them supportive and say, I, I hope you can figure this out because you're going to be really excited when you do. I love that. I love that. You know, and, and, because hope is an overused word when you're using it in the first person. And it's a way to self-sabotage oftentimes. Oh, I, yeah. hope, I hope this happens. I hope this happens. Because yeah. that's a way to defer being active toward a goal. But I think now I have a place to use it. I can use it in helping and responding to my friends and acquaintances. You know? Yeah. I, I, hope you, I, I hope you start to see the 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 things we love about you that everybody else does mm -hmm. i hope that i hope that you take advantage of this situation yeah. in the best positive light possible yeah and i hope you're doing okay and you yeah. you have to be careful with that because like what you're just saying is very right on I, you know i hope you find your way basically but some people can use this as, as like one of those, you know, uh, humble brags, I, I hope you can find the introspection that I have been able to find. Oh, good point. You know, yeah. I, I hope you're going to become as self-aware as I have been able to become. Um, yeah, so, so there's that pitfall, but mm. the way you're using it, you're right on. I, I, I hope the best for you. I hope you can find it. I hope, you know, you can turn to me if you need, you know, anything, like, like I, I absolutely hear you there. I just don't want someone listening to this going, oh, well, now I have a new way to brag about myself. And <laughs> Yeah, good point. You have a very good point. There's always, there's always a, a downside and a way to use this for nefarious purposes. Yeah, yeah. What, what's ultimately your motivation for the words coming out of your mouth? <laughs> is it to humble brag or is it to really support someone? Or is it really actually to support someone? Amen yeah. there, dude. Amen there. Oh, man. This is so cool. I, yeah. I, I love catching up with you every, every time. For sure. It's always a lot of fun. Most definitely. And I think the timing, the timing of you starting um, your career full time is just perfect. And I, I love, I love the fact that while like the 
great resignation is going on, right? <laughs> All these people across the country and the world are, are leaving their corporate jobs to, to start their own work, you and I included. Yeah. Um, and then your wife is like, oh, fuck this. I'm quitting my job to go back to corporate. <laughs> I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. She went back to North Face, and I've been wearing North Face and camping with North Face gear my entire life. So yeah. she's right on, right on. I can do some voiceover work for your wife. There you go. Face will be like, who the hell is this guy? And then we can work something out. Or maybe just like her voicemail. You've reached Nicole Bauer DeFee's voicemail. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is Nicole's voicemail. <laughs> this is Nicole. This is a voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Right on. Um, Mark, thank you so much for joining us yet again. Yeah. As, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to catch up here real soon um, and see how everything's going. Yeah. No, that sounds great. Let's definitely uh, keep chatting. Like we mentioned, it's been way too long. Uh, it was good catching up last week. But yeah, let's definitely uh, make sure it happens more than like every few months. <laughs> I think so. I think so. I think we have to tie ourselves at least to a once a month thing. Uh, at minimum. For sure. I like that. Right on. Cool. Cool. Well, we'll see you either end of December or early January then. Yeah. Yeah. If we don't talk beforehand, have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that stuff. Thank you, my friend. You yeah. too. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. And happy Hanukkah. Yes. Jazz. Yes. 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 And uh, we'll definitely have to talk before January 15th. That's my birthday. So, oh yeah. Well then, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The last, the last, we're in our last month of my forties. So. Wow. Rock and roll. Yeah. My wife's is uh, January 13th, but, um, oh, sweet. she hasn't even started her forties. So. Ah, I knew you were a young one. I knew you were. I, well, I, I'm, I'm squarely in them, but she's not. So <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll chat later, Micah. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you, my man. Thank you. And uh, thanks everybody out there for listening, joining in and uh, come back soon. We love having you like us, love us on Facebook, share with your friends and family and just, just keep coming back until then. Drive fast, take chances. You know, the routine, unexpected, the expected. Remember, it's all in your head. Take care of yourselves and each other. Seizure Salad Fuster Clock Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Micah Ball. Original logo and graphic designed by Alba Lopez. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page, whatever blows your hair back, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected. It's all in your head. Take a minute to the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crashing that impasse with that ass syntax. Skinny motherfucker off a bucket of slim fast.